Welcome back to Opa Podcast, episode sixty. <laughs> episode sixty-four. Nice. Welcome back. Uh, you, you tried your best, Jason. I tried. Uh, we are back from a very long hiatus because um, idea. Thanks to Soup, uh, we want to do a podcast of some recent news and announcements regarding the Big Ten football season and our Golden Gophers. So spontaneous episode here in early June. But um, first of all, I'm one of your hosts, Jason O, along with. There's Griffin. Griffin most. Soup. What up? And Wyatt. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, no Laurent today. Uh, we assume he's probably buried in reading and schoolwork. Probably that. But uh, moving on. So I'm um, going to share my screen here. So recent news. So correct me on this, Soup. So last week... Um, the Big Ten made some announcements regarding the Big Ten for 2024 20 and 2025, particularly yeah. with the expansion, including UCLA and USC. So the Big Ten released the schedule for the like reorganized Big Ten, bringing in USC, UCLA for 2024 and 2025. And then they also like laid out which games they're going to protect and play every year like make sure get played every year because now now that like divisions are gone it's like these are the teams like we wanted to make sure certain games happened every year Alrighty, so boys let's start with 2024 here so our gophers for in terms of the conference slate here um is indiana michigan nebraska ucla wisconsin iowa northwestern ohio state and rutgers um, white denoting away games and then the gray uh, denoting home games for 2024. Um, any initial thoughts on that? I think the Big Ten thinks the Gophers are going to be good. Like I think they think the the program is is going to be like a plus program for this new version of the conference. That's what the schedule tells me at least. This schedule tells me I feel like this happens all the time where we kind of front load our wins during the season so we're like almost bowl eligible going into the bye and then we have like our 500 back half of the season but i think that works out almost better for the gophers because we were losing some people this year and dealing with a lot of transfers so getting having those first five games and getting our feet under ourselves will probably be very very helpful for the at least the growth of the team this year. Yeah. So I don't know. I think this is like a very interesting schedule to look at, like keep in mind, like as we go through this year, know that, know that this is coming, like playing Ohio state that late in the year, like that's a big deal. And you get Michigan at the beginning of the year, like UCLA too. Like you're playing all the, you're They're playing all the team order. The... Are they? No, I was just like picking them off the list. Oh yeah. But I, I'm I'm just picking off teams like high TV market value, right? Like these are games people's people are going to watch, and I think that's the point is that the Gophers are going to be in front of a lot of eye eyeballs in 2024, like more I think than yeah, especially with the case of UCLA, like they they play at the Rose Bowl, like that's their stadium. So like 2024, we're going to the Rose Bowl. <laughs> we're doing it. It finally happened. Not the way we expected it, but. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. 
But um, I do want to note, so uh, this will involve our rivalry talk as we get closer to that to that slide here. But I do want to note, if for 2024, we are playing against Michigan for the Brown Jug, Wisconsin for the Axe, and Iowa for um, Floyd. Floyd. Um, Floyd. I think the only thing missing is Penn State. Yeah. That's that's going to be a tough one. That's a tough one to see go, honestly. I like that. That's a fun... But in the spirit of that trophy, I also think it'll make it more fun. Yeah. But uh, we good with 2024? Or you want to look... Or do you see anything of note with our other Big Ten opponents in the conference here? If any. I don't, I don't know. Not much, really. I mean, it's it's it, it feels so far away, but it's just very interesting to, to see and to think about. Mm-hmm. Um... I will also note this. Uh, there's not many teams that will be facing both the new additions. I think right now, I think off the top of my eye or in sight here, I only see looks like Northwestern has both our new additions from the West Coast, UCLA and USC. Um, am I missing any? Iowa gets both. And Iowa. So I was... Michigan actually gets both as well. Yeah, Michigan gets both okay. too. Okay, so I was just surprised that three of them are repeated but then again that could be just how they made up the schedule but I don't it's know. probably just how the math works right yeah that's what i assume so but yeah and then on to 2025 here so updated slate here is we're playing against illinois iowa penn state purdue maryland michigan state nebraska usc and wisconsin i think like right off the bat though we can all agree that this is like people were like so weird about USC and UCLA when, when it was being talked about. Like just looking at it from like a these football games are going to be way more fun. Like these all these conference games now are fun. Yeah, I can see it. You don't really get any stinkers anymore. Twenty twenty five is definitively the less fun season, though. Sure. Like, I, I mean, no I'm way. sick of I'm sick of playing Ohio State and Michigan. So That's you do true. what you want. You do what you want, like, man. Hold on, we're gonna win some football games in twenty twenty five, but it'll be interesting too, just with all the USC and UCLA, how how those two teams specifically adapt to the Big Ten. You know, you talk about a great point. Uh, Michigan and Iowa and all those teams where normally you'd win those games are won in the trenches. Like yeah. that's not the USC US UCLA style of football yeah. and I think that's going to be a big shock to them initially in these first couple of years and I think they're going to be the ones that are going to have to adapt but I think for this this uh, 2024 year specifically just to see how they um, how they try and like mesh their own style of play into the Big Ten how many of these like Midwest team versus USC UCLA like late season road games, like how many do we think are actually going to be in the Midwest? Like, are they going to play their entire back half of their schedule in California? Right. You, you would think that they would want to, but I think that the conference should be trying to make them come play games on the road in November. I agree. I agree. Fully. I think that's way more interesting. If we say, Hey, USC, UCLA, you got to come play in the cold. You got to come play some, you know, hard yeah, so, good old yeah, Big Ten like, football in the winter. Yeah, like like here we go. Like looking at twenty twenty five, Wisconsin gets USC at the end of the year, their last home game. 
Is that in Wisconsin? That would be sick. Yeah. Assuming this holds true, like if this is the pecking yeah. order for like from top down in the season, if that is yeah. the case, that that college football programs don't change like yeah. that much in three years. I, I don't yeah. think that this will be the order. I think that this is just alphabetical. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, you might be right, and especially then... from like alphabetical from each away and home category. Yeah. Uh, well, they sorted home and away, and then and that throws you off, and then you look at it, and you're like, oh, it's alphabetical. Yeah. Cause like when I first saw it, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is in order." And then I was like, "Wait, no." Because then why why would why would we open against Wisconsin? And all the away games be like that? Yeah, why is Wisconsin our first game? Mm-hmm. It's our last game on ours, but first game on theirs, right? Yeah, I think someone noted that Nebraska has a tough slate. <laughs> well, yeah, because they play Twitter. in the Big Ten and they're bad. <laughs> so every schedule is tough because they're bad but uh we go with the 2025 here we can go on to the protected games and schedules yeah this is a much more interesting cool. conversation anyway all right here we go so uh as the graphic states um in white is the protected opponents that will be protected uh beyond the 2025 season um but yeah this is right here so for minnesota uh, moving on past 2025, our games protected as Iowa and Wisconsin. And then we play Nebraska home and away for the next two seasons after that. I think I'll start. Um, I'm a little disappointed. Like, um, well, not, not in terms of the frequency, but like, obviously we have a rivalry with uh rivalry trophies with both Michigan and Penn state, but I kind of also get, you know, trying to spread it out. But then I have qualms with Penn state, not having one, like, look at that list. They're the only ones that does not have white. <laughs> like that's protected after the 2025 season. It's just like poor Penn state that really just nobody gives a shit about Penn state. They're I so mean, good though. <laughs> I mean, which opponent would you? Yeah, that's the thing. Like the they're like, and like, hey, you should protect this game. Yeah, I, I agree, Griff. I don't really like. What's their like most like Penn State, Ohio State has really only been fun for like the last ten years. Like all of the games that are protected in the white are like their games have been. They've I think like the I was looking it up and I think the like least played of all of the protected white games are like 49 games like they've been almost well it's gotta be it's gotta be Rutgers Maryland is the least played right I have no idea I'm looking because Maryland and Rutgers weren't in the same conference before they came to the Big Ten yeah which one are you the most surprised that was protected after talking to Soup and hearing the reasoning, uh, Northwestern and Illinois. Yeah, oh, I was, to, I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> Northwestern Illinois is not a rivalry. So dumb, <laughs> so dumb. Literally, there is if there is only one football team in the state of Illinois that anybody cares about, really, and it's the Bears, which is sad it's for the us. Chicago Bears. Yeah, which is sad for us, but like. We don't have, like, at least up here when the Vikings are, like, mean to you guys and, like, emotionally abusive, you at least can fall back on, like, the Gophers being fun. You know what I mean? But we don't we don't have that. We just have these two bad Big Ten football teams in Illinois. Uh, I don't know why that game's protected. 
So then would you put Maryland and Rutgers at a close second or a very distant second? Um, I mean, I think it's like a fine second. I don't really. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that it's particularly close, but it's not. The like thing is, is that it. Illinois Northwestern just makes no sense. And I'm from that state. You know what I mean? Like, they're all per- like the, the in-state rivalries, like Purdue, Indiana is super fun, right? Like, that's a great one. And so fun. Yeah, but like Northwestern and, Illinois, it's just like, uh, and we were cares. always going to see Purdue and Indiana get protected because Purdue and Indiana has been protected, and they have a sick trophy. Yep. Well, they've they've had the cross division rivalry for as Maybe long as they've uh, been in opposite division. Protection. Yeah. That's that like that's why they got the protection. That's an obvious one. Yeah. That's as obvious as protecting Michigan, Ohio State, or go. Minnesota, Wisconsin. Big Ten Conference rivalry games. Top 10 meetings. The Axe game, right? 133. Mm-hmm. Indiana-Purdue yep. at number two, 124. Michigan-Ohio State, 118. Illinois-Northwestern, 116. It's a cool trophy. The Land of Lincoln trophy is cool. Uh, but that's the only reason it's on there is because it's historic. First played 1892, like, I guess, sure. Then us in Minnesota, 116. Michigan, Michigan State, 115. And that one's protected, right? Yep, it is. Yes. Okay. We we uh, are getting... Michigan, Minnesota is not protected, right? No, it's Correct. not. Correct. That's 104. Wow. Right? I forgot we played Illin- all the games with them. Illinois, Ohio State... Is not protected. 103. Right. So some there's there's some ones that they have are on here that are left off that are uh, like us like the jug game. Why do we need to play Nebraska? That's stupid. Let's play the jug game. Like, I mean, is it possible here that they're leaving room for those games to get added back in? in Maybe the they want us to win. Yeah. yeah. Like I, 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 don't I mean, know. Penn State. I think we're playing them in the next two years, so like, they're they're very recent on the schedule in terms of like coming up. Here. Well, they love doing the they love doing the home and homes, True. right? Like yeah. They, like for the cross rivalries. So yeah, because yeah. I th- I think there was one that was like protected on here that was like not that many, and I was like very confused. I will say though. It's got to be Maryland Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> Still on like, that. Like, I just, I I don't think that they've played each other all that much. Like, like especially when they joined the same division in 2014. Uh, no, yeah, like, I think the reason that they're a protected rivalry is because, like, who else are they going to? They need to play someone. Yeah, they got to have, except for Penn State doesn't need to have someone, so. I'm surprised. I'll tell you what. Penn State and Maryland or something. Rutgers is not even on this list. And it goes all the way down to 15 being the least played that's listed, which is us. So Rutgers has legitimately not played 15 games against any team in the Big Ten. I don't know how that's possible. Well, they just came in. They just came in from the. So it's nine seasons or eight seasons played since 2014. And yeah. if you include like maybe like in the last century, I guess and a half, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but like I don't think because you think about this, like what over 
one to two hundred like, oh, one to two hundred you know college football teams division one during the time when like Rutgers first started so I doubt there'll be um especially with Big Ten opponents because they're mainly on the east coast right okay Maryland's site has football history versus Rutgers University from October 2nd 1920 to November 26 2022 so they are 11 and 7 they have played 18 times okay that's that's so wild yeah like why is why is the jug game not protected and this game is what is this but then Come you, on. also you see Iowa has a Three full protected games: us, Wisconsin, and Nebraska. I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh my ass off every time I see Iowa just whoop Nebraska's ass and see their punter go like just you know taunt them. <laughs> but I love how Iowa is just like, yeah, the Midwest, just give it to us. Yeah. I think the Big Ten just feels bad for Maryland and Rutgers at this point in time because they're like, we can't have three teams not have any protected games. And I mean, are we are but we why not... maybe thinking about future expansion in sort of reserving some of this? Like you can add protected games. Like you can add one for Minnesota. You can add one for Maryland, like, right? Because the obvious team that would that the Big Ten would target in any additional expansion would be Notre Dame, and it's a team we've been looking at for a long time. Is, is this and that would, set in stone? Is there that would any be way an, this could change? That would be I don't know. an obvious ad for Michigan, right? Sure. Because I'm almost wondering if that's the case. And... Well, Notre Dame just got a new uh, athletic director, right? Yep. So, I don't know. Well, financially, if it makes sense, maybe they'll join a conference. Yeah. God, the Big Ten would be insane. Like, like it's just monetarily. Who else do you add? You don't need to add anyone else. Or you have to add two teams, I guess. Um, yeah. I'm add two teams at least. I don't know if you uh, have to necessarily. Um, soup, did but, they? Uh, uh, I know we're getting. Give me, a give me like there. Kansas State. Kansas State would be dope. <laughs> did they... I was thinking like Pitt. Pitt? No. Uh, eh, then you actually, get Penn, that's kind of cool. You get Penn State a cool rival if you get Pitt. True. I don't think the they're in the ACC, right? Yes, which I don't is think the, the ACC lets them leave at all. Like, well, the ACC has a real. Well, I think really the ACC is going to end up folding. Well, sure. what? Fold? If enough, well, if enough teams want out of their current contract, yeah, they might, and the Power Five might come down to a Power Three. That's because the Pac-12 and shit. As well. Stanford leaves the Pac-12. Well, and all that or... shit everybody talked about Oregon. the Big Ten. Well, who's here, huh? <laughs> and here they are strategically going out and snatching up some teams. Now they're coast to coast. Give me like Florida State then. Screw that. Well, what about you, Miami? Or Miami. Miami, eh, yeah, I guess. Well, if Miami's gone, then it just all falls apart for them. So <laughs> It's going to be a while before the ACC folds, I think. They've got Miami a would also be super good for basketball for the Big Ten. True. Like I'd even take Washington or Oregon. Ooh, Washington would be fun. I think Washington would be sick. Get the the Michael Penix Jr. Indiana Revenge game. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I'd I'd be in for that. That sounds fun. Yeah, um, Penn State like just not getting one is so wild. Like we we didn't really spend any time on it just because we're all like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, like, what else can we say about it? It's just, it's like, 
here we are saying it's crazy, but also who are we gonna who are we gonna give them a protected game with? How yeah. how many teams do you think the Big Ten in the next ten years ends up actually going up to? That's what I'm more interested in finding out. So uh SEC, who are they adding in the next Texas and Oklahoma? Is that next year, uh, starting next year? Like they're start like they're is, that, is that the Oklahoma Texas Oklahoma right? Oklahoma's yeah. out of the Big Twelve. Yeah, into the SEC. Is that that might be this year even? Right? Wasn't it like Texas or something? I think those like, two teams. Because I think right now, like it's the SEC and Big Ten like chomping at the bit at each other to try to pretty much expand their conference, become a super or mega conference. Um so I, I don't remember. So do we change our name to like biggest ten? <laughs> I mean I guess. <laughs> Let's just get to twenty and just say big ten times two. I mean I think it um just kinda ends up in the end it's gonna come down to the SEC, the Big Ten and Maybe you know, everybody else. Like, yeah, maybe the Big Twelve. I think those are gonna be the three big conferences that actually end the Big up. Twelve pulls uh like Cincinnati in, right? Well, yeah, the Big 12 pulls like four teams up Yep. in the next couple of years here. Cincinnati, sure. and who are your three other teams again? Um, Cincinnati, I want to say that like... UCF, was that one of them, or no? Maybe like UTEP? Isn't that where Scott Frost won his national championship or whatever? Supposedly, yeah. yeah. Also, Wyatt, the land-grant trophy would definitely be a protected game for Penn State. So, Which one is that? That's uh, Penn State, Michigan State. They've played 37 times since 1914. Yeah, that seems logical. I I would give you that. It's also a sick trophy. Have you seen the land grant trophy? I have not. Oh, man. Okay, here is the four teams the Big 12 is adding. So BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston. That's a good selection, though. It is, yeah. Oh, that's I don't. Yeah, that's good. I like Houston. That's fun. <clears throat> I, I like all of those teams Seth in Green. like different years. Because if you think Seth about Green. it, so with them Let's losing go. two member uh, member schools, it drops them down to fourteen members. When when they once they include BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston, the Big Ten will be sixteen with UCF and UCLA. Um, and I am blinking out on the SEC uh, right now. I believe the SEC is already sixteen. Right? Maybe they're only 14 and they'll be 16 with Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, Texas Longhorns and Oklahoma Sooners are joining in 2024. So it'll be the same year the Big Ten kicks off with UCLA and USC. Good way for them to make SEC football unwatchable. <laughs> yeah, it's. Well- it's going to be interesting. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I don't know what to expect. Like, obviously, um, more fun games. Yeah, you know, especially with like, in this case for our Gophers, they go- they get to go down to California, um, and play at the Rose Bowl. Obviously, not for the Rose Bowl, but like we haven't been out there in a very long time. Um, so very excited for that. But then I really don't know what to make. Like, like we said, like Griffin said, we might see a Big Twelve, Big Ten, and SEC power three and see like the ACC and Pac-12 go, which is something that can't happen. So we're all like face up about how it's just about TV money at this point. Like we're, we all agree on that, you know, 
So why not just do the thing that's best for it? And that's, that seems fine. And also streaming money too. Now that YouTube TV, yeah. Hulu TV, and those other TV platforms are also streaming the games or Amazon Make the Prime. game more accessible to people who don't have like ESPN or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, just grabbing for money, vying for that money. <laughs> Let's see what, what happens then if you say you get, you know, three mega conferences, then you have teams like, uh, I'm trying to think of one like Boston College. No one's going to want Boston College in their conference. So they're then, they're not attractive. So they're then, not attractive. So then, are they go? Do you think they're going to drop to like a Group of Five program or one of those? I mean, who knows? I'm just they'd be better. They'd be. I'm just way trying to think. Once five. there already gets to be, say, there's 20 Big Ten teams. You know, by 2030. Yeah. And then two others fold, and you have the Big 12, and then it's like, well, then. Why not do like teams. Division One, Division One A? Then you can promote teams back and forth like soccer. Screw it. True. Put football full circle like a crab. <laughs> <laughs> like a football crab, right? Oh, I mean, it's possible. Cool. But yeah, no, know. it's just it's going to be interesting. I will say that it's going to be a fun time. The next, you know six seven years with all the stuff going on even the change in college football the last two years you know it's always evolving there's always dramatic changes and there's no end to that in sight oh i do have a topic then to you know segue from this um i don't think we discussed in the last episodes before the season ended but the post post um post season has been changed for division one Mm, yeah. It's twelve now, correct? I don't remember. I was like, I remember. I remember we we talked about it for like a split second, like months ago, and then I forgot all about it. So I I need to double check on that. But yes, looks like um, the CFP has expanded. But I am going to check that out right now. Yeah, it's expanding. I think it's 12 teams. Yeah. Does that take place 2024 as well? Yes. 2024, 12 teams. Okay. Okay. ESPN did a perfect example back from the 2022 seasons. So if you're yeah. going from like, top, like ranks 1 to 12, so C's with buys as Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC – Remaining seeds are conference championships. Uh, our champions are in bold or other teams in that ranking. So Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee, Penn State, Clemson, Kansas State, Utah, and Tulane will be like that. Their example of that. So you get one group of five team. Yeah, and this was a get... down year for group of five teams. Yeah, too. there usually is probably two in there, right? Yeah, usually two or three at, at the best. Yeah. Usually have one at like nine, and then one at like like eleven, twelve. Like usually, kind of have mm-hmm. like one spread in those last six picks or those six spots or whatever. But yes, but then there's here's the kicker though. Um, are, are they? I forget. Is it? Are they? Are they purposely segmenting it by conference as well, um, or is it just by rank in the CFP? Well, I think the CFP itself kind of has a little conference bias to it, right? Yeah. So I think that's why your top four are in that order. Because I will say, um, 
I remember like when the first thoughts like like the first conversation happened about expanding the playoff from the the current like four teams to more was like the 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 funky one is Notre Dame because they're the only ones that are like competing in the top ten, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, not in a conference. So if they join a conference, Notre Dame would not have Notre Dame can last forever out of a conference. I just don't think it happens. Especially with a new athletic director, you'd think the money eventually has to be the be enough. I don't know. They'd be a, a huge boon. They won't be the first. I don't think they'll be the first though. Like they'll be, they'll wait. But yeah, that's that's all. That's all we got for that coming up. Yeah. All right. So is the is the format still this pretty similar? Yeah. Where it's like the highest ranked teams and then conference champions. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think your conference champions get buys. That's the okay. that's the thinking. Yeah. Well, if they're a conference champion, but you're not in the top four, they'll be in between the. Yeah, five to twelve. Yep, perfect. And then the higher seeds just host the lower seeds. Yep, five twelve, eleven six. Love it. But yay, expanded playoffs in twenty twenty four. Let's go. It'll be fun. It'll be really fun. I think every everybody's gonna love it. Like it's it's gonna be really fun. Like, who are we kidding? For sure. All right. Hopefully um, it'll be more fun than it has been. Because the 14 playoff just has not been enough. Well, I mean, just look at the matchups this year, right? Like, like look at look at what we would have had. Tulane, Ohio State. Let me tell you, I watched Tulane play their bowl game. I think that would have been fun. I think that would have been fun. If not, Ohio State probably wins, but I think it would have been a fun game. Yeah. Utah, Alabama. I don't know. That seems like a weird game I don't want to think about. Um, K-State, Tennessee would have been sick. K-State, Tennessee would have been sick. And so would Clemson, Penn State. Right, you've got two guaranteed bangers in there. One game that could be a really fun upset and then like a weird like middle of the pack game. Right. A game with a team with a Alabama team that's just not as good as they normally are yeah. and a Utah team that's like weirdly good. Yeah, I think it would have been fun. Yeah, I think that's four fun games. Then you get like Georgia, Penn State, Michigan. Uh, let's say K-State pulls up the upset or something, right? You I mean, T- either way, that's a fun yeah. game. Absolutely. TCU, Alabama, USC, Ohio State. Oh, gosh, that's a game. Those are fun. It's fun. It was good to get some news yeah. in. Do some, do some. You know, looking towards the future of the conference is fun. You know, we don't really. It's a big deal. Obviously, this is a ways out yet, it, a year, but you know, it's it, it it's good to start thinking about it and start thinking about how. It, I think it'll only you know, get more fun as we go on. 
But no, um, we're, we're excited for the season coming up. But uh, I do want to note, we are not giving our way too early predictions yet. Uh, that'll come closer <laughs> when we're in August. Um, I will say, uh, I am very, very optimistic <laughs> compared to everyone else. Uh, I'll let the. I think every, everybody's very optimistic. <laughs> so everybody's um, feeling pretty good. Yeah, very what if, good. What if we just gave what we think the score or the the record's going to be, but not say who who be two? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, sure. Soup, you go first. I I got him at nine and three. All right, Wyatt. I have them at eight and four. That's that's pretty much my standard. I find a way to do that just about every year. Go Wyatt. All right, Griffin. Uh, wait. Did we include the bowl win or not? I can't remember. No, we I did not include the bowl win. Eight and four. I am too optimistic. I said ten and two. <laughs> nah, dude, stick to your guns. Uh, no, I'm sticking to it. I will... so when they go ten and two, we're all going to be embarrassed. And on behalf of Leron's six and six. <laughs> <laughs> but awesome. He's have whatever it is, it'll game. feel like six and six. Whatever, <laughs> whatever it actually is, it'll feel like six and six. Doesn't matter if we blow someone out by thirty points. <laughs> We're still gonna lose. No, here's my prediction. Like I, I'd say, like when we get to like game four or five, and we have a really bad loss in Michigan, we were like, we will, we will bitch about it and complain about yeah, it. Yeah, Michigan's like the best team in the country, and we're gonna yeah. be like, I can't believe it. How did this happen? Always. No, but then like I know, uh, I will say what my one loss was. Wyatt gave me a little bit of grief off air. Uh, I said we lose to Illinois. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird of, one. Of, of, of all of the ways to like choose losses, choosing to lose two right. games and one of them be Illinois. Oh, we can get into this <laughs> in an entirely different episode, boys. Yep, True. Yep, we'll, we, we can cap it right here. Sure, sure. Well, for everyone watching and listening to Opa Podcast, thank you so much for this uh, impromptu random episode about the expansion with the Big Ten. And also some other uh, quick facts and other info. And us just ranting and bantering on about gopher football. But thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you guys later on as the season gets closer with our preseason predictions and game previews and game recaps. But uh, have a great summer. Stay cool. It's, it's a bit hot out there. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys soon. And I'm one of your hosts, Jason Snow, along with... Griffin Most. I'm Wyatt Okers. And I'm I'm still here. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. And oh, oh.